English with Rob. Hi everyone, it's Rob, and it's the Christmas edition of the English with Rob podcast. Got my jingle bells for some Christmassy sounds, and I've got a very special guest with me today. It's Anna from English Like a Native. How are you doing, Anna? I'm really well, thank you. Starting to get into the Christmas spirit. Yeah, should we be honest? We're recording this in November, but yeah, but I already have my Christmas tree up. You do in the ha- in the house, not okay. in the studio. <laughs> uh, we've not got ours up yet, but the kids uh, are asking me when can we put it up? When can we put it up? So maybe this weekend. But it, there's yeah. definitely a Christmas feel in the air. It's it's late November. It's getting cold. All the shops have had their Christmas things in stock for a few weeks now a few weeks a few months over here <laughs> yeah okay yeah. yeah in england they uh they september <laughs> they start a lot earlier right yeah um, yeah yeah it's a bit crazy so anna's anna's from the north of england lancashire um uh right now she's uh, around london uh, but i'd say your accent is quite neutral close to yeah. rp so uh yeah yeah, I, I used to have a, a very strong Lancashire accent. I was actually brought up um, around Manchester. That was where I went to school and, and college. Um, but then I studied as an actress. And as an yeah. actress, you need to have an understanding of, of accents and good pronunciation. And so I really started to get a fascination at that point with, with being able to switch my accent. And I also didn't want to be typecast a lot. Um, often it's the comedy characters, especially in classical theatre. It's the comedy characters um, that um, have the regional accents, particularly northern accents, I always found. And that's um, what I was always kind of pushed into. But I, I wanted to play the lead characters. I wanted to be the Titanias and the Juliets. And, um, you know, so I, I really worked hard to learn a convincing RP accent and it just kind of took hold really. I just found that naturally my Northern accent started to fade and then I moved down to London and my partner is, is from the South. So he has more of a Southern accent and yeah, when I'm tired or around other Northerners, then my accent kind of comes back, but otherwise, uh, yeah, it's kind of faded away really. Well, you know, you are you are the uh, the lead in your YouTube channel now. You're, yes, you're the absolute yes. star of it. <laughs> uh, English like a native uh, YouTube, Instagram and TikTok. Am I missing anything else? I mean, I've got Facebook and um, Twitter, but I don't really do Twitter. But yeah, Facebook, uh, Instagram and TikTok, which is the the newest um, surprise, really. I yeah. never thought I'd end up on TikTok. But, but you've uh, really taken off on there. I, I think these these platforms, you know, the the ones that are doing a lot of short content, they make it very easy for you to be found. And if you just put out, you know, the right message, then people they share. It, it, I find that my videos that do really well on TikTok are shared a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think it just, yeah, I think TikTok makes it easy for people to find you. And uh, so if you're persistent with it, then then yeah, you can do quite well. It's quite exciting. I've yeah. even started dancing. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Go yeah. check that out, everybody. Um, <laughs> Anna even has, um, what are they called? Not, it's not GIF, is it? When you're on Instagram and you want to add um, your dancing. Yeah, it, is, it is like it a, is a little GIF. GIF. Right? Yeah, it is a little GIF. 
And that I'm really pleased that I managed to get that. It was a fluke, really. I was at um, like a conference for, you know, online social media things. And uh, there was YouTube were there and, and Twitter and TikTok and everyone. And I went into the uh, Instagram lounge uh, that they had and um, there was someone there with this camera and they said they were making these these Instagram gifts and did I want to shoot some things and I was like sure I didn't really know what I was doing and then um, when they explained it to me I was like oh that's fantastic so I'm kind of a bit gutted I didn't do more really mm. there will but definitely... if you type in if you type in Anna English then you can get me onto your Instagram stories and, and I have and I will again when uh, <laughs> when I promote this podcast episode on Instagram uh, then you guys can see some of Anna's gifts really cool <laughs> Wish I'm, I'm jealous very jealous <laughs> okay so uh let's let's get all all Christmassy it's the Christmas yeah, episode let's do it. um so the first thing uh that we're going to do is uh my useful vocabulary uh part of the podcast uh wait where is useful vocabulary so I'm actually going to yeah I'm going to cut that jingle short because I have made another jingle just for this Christmas useful vocabulary part so this part is now called I wonder what the word is wonderland yeah I wonder what the word is wonderland and um, Christmas words, I will be listing, so you'd better listen. Christmas things I am listing, I'm gonna say you'd better listen. For the podcast alright, we're playing tonight, I wonder what the word is wonderland. Okay, I wonder what the word is wonderland. And... Okay, so I'm going to describe these words to you. And listeners, see if you can guess them before Anna does. Anna, if you could be a bit of a um, podcast star and not go straight to the answer. Maybe talk about okay. it a little bit. Give people a chance to guess it if they know. Uh, learners living in England, if you've been there more than a year, maybe not last Christmas because people weren't inviting many people around last Christmas. Last Christmas. Um, but maybe you'll know some of these. Let's see. Okay, so the first thing is something that you normally have either on the Christmas dinner table or on the Christmas tree. They're made of paper, cardboard, and what you do is two people pull each end of it and then it breaks in the middle, but not in the middle. Uh, one person wins half of it and the other person just gets the, the handle from the other side. And yeah, you're nodding. I think you can, I think you know what this is. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. I, I always um, find that we tend to buy the ones that don't break so easily. And so you're really tugging. You're having a real tug of war trying to pull this mystery item. And, um, and then it'll finally break and one person will just go flying backwards. Um, and, <laughs> and knock the Christmas the tree answer, down. The answer I think we're looking for is a cracker. Cracker. I'm going to give you a cracker. jingle bell. Every time you get a correct one, I'll give you a jingle bell. Yep, a cracker or a Christmas cracker. And what can you find inside a Christmas cracker? 
usually um, just like plastic little trinkets. Oh, trinkets. That's uh, that's a, a nice word for people. Trinkets. Um, like a small thing. <laughs> yeah, so like little or little bits and bobs. So um, things like um, dice or um, you might get tiny nail clippers mm -hmm. or little um, magic tricks. You often get little magic tricks, don't you? Oh, yeah, you can... little card tricks and things. Or, um, or, or like little plastic toys or, yeah, it depends on the type of cracker that you buy. But then there's always a joke. That's, you know, that you have to read out and everyone goes, oh. Yeah, because they're normally like terrible puns yeah. or yeah. just not funny, which are the kind of jokes that I like. Uh, let me see if <laughs> I should have prepared a Christmas cracker joke. Um, uh, uh, why don't Santa's helpers smoke? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, because it's bad for their elf. Oh. It's bad, yeah, like bad for your health, oh, bad for your yeah. elf, elf, Santa's helpers are elves, elf. So things like this. See, Anna's reaction was the correct yeah. reaction to that kind of joke. Yeah. Oh. And then you also have a Christmas hat, don't you? A paper hat. A paper that, hat. Um, I always put on and insist that everyone puts on. Um, but then, you know, within an hour, I look around and see that I'm the only person wearing one. <laughs> everyone else has discarded theirs. Yeah, it depends how many kids there are around because they're very usually made of very thin paper, not the kids, mm -hmm. the hats. Um, then they often get ripped very, very yeah. quickly. Yeah. Okay, a Christmas cracker with a joke, a hat and a little toy that one person wins. Here's the next thing. Uh, I think you should get this very quickly. You, It's shiny and usually round. And <laughs> she's nodding already. And you put it on your, you put them. Normally you have a few. You you decorate your Christmas tree with them. Yeah. And if you have a, a toddler, they like to take the lower ones off the Christmas tree and throw them around the room. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. When we had toddlers, well, we still have a toddler. Should we explain toddler? To, uh, like when a baby grows up a bit and starts walking around. Yeah, uh, or crawling. Cr crawling. And then when like trying to walk a bit is toddling, a toddler. Yes. Yes. So yeah, with, when you have toddlers, you have to put all of your nicer or more breakable baubles. Yeah, oh, your valuable one. I think oh, I you said did. The word it's we've a not bauble. even we've not revealed it. Oh, I give myself the jingle though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot we hadn't, we hadn't revealed it yet. Okay. And bauble. bauble has a, it's a funny spelling, isn't it? I yeah. always find it's a little B -A -U -B -L -E. odd. B-A-U-B-L-E. I assume it's, it sounds, it's French sounding. Yeah. But it wouldn't a be. Bubble. Bubble. It wouldn't be pronounced bauble. Oh yeah, maybe because it's close to a bubble. I'm speculating here. This is, this is, this is not the etymology of bauble. This is just guessing. <laughs> okay. Uh, the next one is an animal. You can probably get it from that already. And, uh, uh. Uh, Santa has 12 of them pulling his sleigh. Uh, sleigh is Can the thing that Santa them all? rides in. Can I name them all? Um, Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Donna, Blitzen. I've not been counting. Um, I think that's five. Stephen, <laughs> James. Rudolph, the Rudolph. most famous one. Rudolph, yeah. Is he is he canon though? <laughs> uh, 
I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think. Okay, who knows? Uh, we will have to write a letter to Santa to ask. Mm-hmm. I can see Anna's fingers moving on the keyboard. Are you, are you looking it up? I'm not. I'm just. I'm just moving my my wire. Oh, okay, okay. From my headphones. Um, but yes, these animals have antlers. Antlers, the 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 yeah. things that grow on their heads, like horns. Um, and oh gosh, I've just made my light go really bright as well. Um, what else can we say about them? We have we have a lot of these in our local park. Actually, there's quite oh, a really? lot mm. of these animals in london parks and yeah all oh, right are you near richmond then is it richmond park yes uh, yeah richmond park, park and for, uh yeah them. and there's a, a bushy park is another one mm-hmm. but yeah lots of them and they are reindeer reindeer you're right reindeer um reindeer uh you've got one reindeer and if you've got two what have you got two reindeer two reindeer it's or an... two reindeers no. Surely two reindeers. Is it? Is it? Well, uh, this was the point that I was making. Um, oh, I was pretty sure. Hang on. <laughs> when you start to doubt but now, yourself. Uh, yes. Let's see. Uh... Maybe it's like the. No, it wouldn't be like fish, would it? What is the plural of reindeer? According to Merriam-Webster, reindeer, reindeer, plural reindeer. Yeah. Well done. Feels good to be right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's uh, trot on to the next one. Oh. It's trot. Uh, well, <laughs> okay, I have to explain that. <laughs> I, I make stupid word jokes all the time and forget to explain them to uh, learners. To trot is the verb that like a horse or a reindeer or any kind of animal with hooves for feet uh, does when they're not running if they're just going like faster than walking slower than running trotting yeah yeah it's between a walk and a gallop isn't it yeah like. yeah yeah wow <laughs> that was some good sound effects <laughs> thanks <laughs> okay so the next one is a big sock uh but we don't call it a big sock and you um hang it up somewhere in your house on Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve, oh no, Christmas Eve was one of my words from later on, okay. Oh no. <laughs> you Okay, I have to scratch that one. You hang it on your fireplace traditionally or by your bed uh, if you're a child and Santa Claus uh, comes in the nighttime and puts your presents in it. It's a big Not sock. all your presents though, right? Well, no, unless... You well, I don't know. Good things come in small packages. <laughs> oh, um, I always um in our house the big main presents go under the tree, and it's the the kind of smaller, not so um, special gifts that go in this item. Ah, right. Um, so that it's something you can enjoy the moment you wake up, but you have to wait for everyone else to be up to open the other presents. You, what you get presents in your room. In that no, no, thing. not in your room. Oh, and we never put this item in our room either. We okay. did. We put them downstairs by the tree. Okay. Hmm. Different traditions in different houses. Huh? Yeah, it's weird how Santa has to keep up with how everybody <laughs> does it differently in every house. Um, but yeah, it's it's true. Uh, not all of the presents go in this thing because you would have to have a pretty big sock for a lot of the types of gifts that kids want yeah. these days. 
So the word we is... We don't call it a sock, we call it a stocking. A stocking, right. And yeah. you reminded me of the, the phrase stocking fillers. Stocking mm-hmm. fillers, um, like small gifts. Not, not the main gift, not the gift the, the kid is really excited about, but little surprises... Yeah. Um, like a tangerine. Tangerine is is uh, we, we always one. had a tangerine in our in our stocking. You know, um, um, I uh, got my detective skills um, in use when I was a kid, and the night before Christmas, I counted how many tangerines were in the kitchen, and I counted how many tangerines were in the kitchen the next day, and I made a heartbreaking discovery. <laughs> Oh, no, that Santa was stealing your tangerines to put in your stocking. (laughs) He didn't want the mince pies after all. (laughs) Mince pies, I'm sure we will come to those later. Okay, so, uh, oh, we said, we said, it's a stocking. I didn't give you a thing, stocking. Yeah, oh, thank you. Okay, and um, you're relaxing on a Christmas evening. Uh, Mm -hmm. Maybe you're watching Die Hard or or some other Christmas movie. The the Snowman. The Snowman, Uh, classic. I watched it the other day. Very, very special moment. Yeah. With my children. I don't think my kids have seen it. We're in Germany, so... Um, you can get it on YouTube. That's yeah. where I found it. Yeah, I could put it on YouTube, I suppose. There's always YouTube. Um, so, yeah, you're sitting, relaxing, and then suddenly you hear the doorbell, and you think, who's that? And you go to the door, um, and it's people singing Christmas songs at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, this is quite a nice thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, sometimes it's just some local kids and they want to make some money cause you, you, you give them some money. Sometimes it's a very more professional group, often from a church and they're singing harmonies and singing it really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what do you call those people and those songs? Well, the songs that they're singing are Christmas carols. And so they are carolers. Mm. They're Christmas carolers. Christmas carols. Christmas carolers. And yeah, you often hear jokes that uh, if ever somebody talks about Santa's wife, uh, her name is usually Carol because Carol is also a name as well as uh, these types of songs. These Mm -hmm. uh, Christmas carols sung by Christmas carolers. Okay. Uh, do, I get, do I get a jingle? You get a jingle, yeah, sorry. Um, what's the, the, let's do this one very quickly. The day before Christmas Day is? Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. This is the one I already said. Christmas yeah. Eve. Uh, yeah, and I find that um, here in Germany, uh, it's, it's a new word for people, Eve, because we have Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. December 31st is New Year's mm-hmm. Eve. Uh, the Eve the night before just means the day before and it just means before doesn't it because you could say on the eve of my birthday um and also actually i thought that santa claus's wife was called eve oh okay sometimes it's eve because of christmas eve yeah but um but yeah i guess it might be different in different stories maybe he's got multiple wives (laughs) maybe he has (laughs) maybe maybe we should maybe he has a mistress and a wife yeah (laughs) Um, maybe he has a summer fling when he's not busy. Disgraceful. Okay. Uh, and um, what is another way to say Happy Christmas? Well, I think you mean Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Or, yeah. Um, I don't know. The word Merry, it's strange. Merry, it means 
happy. But if I said, oh, he was really merry last night, what, what would you think? I think he's been on the port. On the or port. Or the brandy. Yeah, drinking. Or the, <laughs> yeah. Drinking alcohol. And if you, if you like, it's, it's one step before drunk, isn't it? Merry. Yeah, it's like tipsy. Tipsy. Like is happy and, yeah, with rosy cheeks. Uh-huh. Oh, I had a little drink. I feel a bit like... I want to hug everybody. <laughs> Maybe just a mild hangover the next day, a, a small headache yeah. instead of the can't a, a dry get out mouth. Of yeah, tipsy, merry. That's the oh, I jingled my bells by accident. It's the uh, it's the ideal level of drunk, but often you uh, go too far from that. Anyway, uh, but but merry, we use it for Merry Christmas. Doesn't always mean drunk. Doesn't mean hey, have a drunk Christmas. <laughs> Drink loads and and and. Uh, be hung over on Boxing Day, the day after Christmas, Boxing yeah. Day. Um, but yeah, it's, it always goes with Christmas. I don't know why Merry Christmas. And what is another way to say Happy Christmas, which you don't normally say, but is uh, often written in Christmas cards? Yeah, Xmas. Happy Xmas. Ah, not the one I was thinking of. Oh, really? Okay. Mm, a more uh, formal, it begins with um, is two words. Seasons greetings. That's the one. Seasons greetings. Very. But would you say that to somebody? Would you say those words? Seasons greetings. No. 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 But at Christmas, this phrase is everywhere, written on shop yeah. fronts, in Christmas cards. Yeah. Okay, that was the. I wonder what the word is. Wonderland. Yay! And now uh, I want to know about your perfect Christmas. So we're going to get very British here. I think a lot of British traditions are going to come in from my part because I'll tell you mine as well. So this is the who, where, what, when, how and why of your perfect Christmas. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. The who, where, what, when, how and why of your perfect Christmas day. Hey, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Okay, I had to turn it down at the end because I, I jingled the bells too hard when I was recording. <laughs> too close to the mic. Okay, so let's start with who. Who? Who is at your perfect Christmas day? So, obviously, as a parent now, as a mother, Christmas wouldn't be right without my children. And having children makes Christmas magical all over again. So my children would be there. Um, my, my partner, obviously. And, um, I mean, I'm quite happy having a small little intimate Christmas, but if I had an opportunity, I'd love to have my closest friends and my, um, my mum and dad there as well, you know, like a, a big family affair and, and my bestest friends, but that's. No, you can't. This, this is your perfect Christmas day. Oh, okay. This is, is not, can, not okay. a Corona Christmas day. <laughs> It's your so, yeah. perfect Christmas day. Yeah, I'd have my I'd have my clo my close family and um, my my best friends would be there as well. So there'd be about eight or ten of us. Hmm. Quite a big big one. Yeah, it's the same for me. Although it would be strange uh, to be have your family at my Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be a bit odd. Yeah. No, I mean it's the same for me for my family. You know, my my kids. Yes. 
my wife close you know the the um oh, what's the word for it immediate family immediate family and then what i like is um in the in the afternoon the rest of the family come round you know the extended mm-hmm. family my my mum my dad my my brothers <laughs> their kids their wives and maybe some uncles and aunts yeah. um but then you know if my wife's family are listening to this they're going to think you don't want us what about there as us? well <laughs> well i don't know you've got to draw the line somewhere right it is nice to separate out the day actually so that you say so you have a small like your intimate family your immediate family right there in the morning like you with the children and, and your partner and then like you said have um, more people come around for dinner or you go somewhere else for dinner and then maybe see even more people in the evening for a bit of a shindig shindig yeah uh party get together yeah. shindig yeah mm, shindig a, a bit lower than party right and a shindig i don't i don't expect a dj or like loud no music. but there's definitely like music and and like everyone's like singing along yeah maybe it's some... like a it's like a lower level um soiree <laughs> i'm bringing all the vocabulary today yeah a soiree is a kind of a, a posh old-fashioned party where someone would probably sit at a piano or get the guitar out and everyone would someone would lead but everyone would sing along and there'd be nice wine and everyone would be wearing frocks and frocks is another word for dress um and just nice clothes and a, a soiree definitely if you, you invite might play me to a soiree as well. if you invite me to a soiree i'm definitely wearing uh, some smarter clothes than a shindig yeah. than going to a shindig and yeah games yeah. party games Charades especially at christmas and, yeah yeah um okay so that was the who that was the who yeah and you know obviously uh every year we have to we we do do my wife's family and then my family the next year and then my wife's family uh okay so the where 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 are you at your perfect christmas well oh it's hard actually because i'm very much a home bunny I, I like to be at home and uh, I, I just like my creature comforts. Okay. <laughs> More vocabulary there. Yeah. Creature comforts are things that you like to have around you, like your own dressing gown and your, your bed and your kitchen with your food and your cups of tea or whatever it is you like are your creature comforts. Um, so I like my home, but if I was really going for my absolute perfect Christmas, I think I'd like to be somewhere else, like not in someone else's house, but in like a really posh kind of castle where they like have guests for Christmas. And so I don't have to do any any cleaning and, or mm. preparing. And I don't because I'm always I'm, I can't relax in my own house. I'm always trying to clean up and tidy up. And Christmas is notoriously messy. And so it would just be really nice if I could really enjoy the day without stressing about tidying up or cooking or any of that like someone else does it for me and you're in a beautiful surrounding with a, um, an open fire there has to be an open fire and uh you know some music in the background mm-hmm. and or maybe some live carolers coming along and, and doing a little show for us wow yeah uh, ooh, taking up their christmas day to go and they well you've got to pay them quite a bit there but i'm sure the castle can afford it <laughs> Yeah, what about you? Where would you do yours? Um, I like my creature comforts as well. Um, definitely at home. Um, a, a, a big castle. Mm, no, and 
some people like to go on holiday for Christmas. They like to go somewhere tropical or somewhere warm. Oh, no, it has to be cold. Yeah, not me. It doesn't feel like Christmas. Uh, I was in mm -hmm. Thailand one Christmas and it just didn't feel Christmassy at all. No, you have to have your jumper on and the open fire and mm -hmm. uh, the dark nights. Actually, um, I say home. I think maybe my parents' house might be nicer because then I, I'm reminded of my childhood Christmases as well being there yeah. and I'm thinking of this because um of your cleaning uh thing you know because my my parents would be doing we would help obviously <laughs> but they would be preparing the food and uh yeah. I think we'd all do the we'd all help with the cleaning up uh yeah okay so who where next is what but I'm I'm gonna make this more specific what are you going to eat what food uh, so we start the day with a Bucks Fizz, oh, okay. which is uh, orange with champagne, orange juice with champagne. Mm -hmm. um, and you you either have a very small breakfast or if you're going to do a family big breakfast thing, then um, something like, well, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of teetering on the edge of becoming a vegetarian again, but normally I would like to have like a little smoked salmon and cheese kind of, you know, a little bite um, or scrambled eggs and smoked salmon, something like that. And then for um, lunch, you do the big spread because normally for me, a lunch would be a light meal, but I like to do Christmas dinner in the middle of the day. So you'd have a slightly later than normal lunch and do the Christmas dinner. Um, and that for me, I quite like having um, a vegetarian Wellington, but it's with cranberry and, and cheese and 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 like like a nut roast but with cranberry and cheese and it's gorgeous um and roast potatoes is a must absolutely mashed carrots i quite like buttery okay. mashed carrots um i hate sprouts i know sprouts are traditional for christmas but i hate them so i i don't buy them um they definitely divide enough, people don't they some people <laughs> love them or you hate them i'm 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 team sprouts i love sprouts in case you don't know do sprouts you? they look like a mini cabbage yeah, they come from the cabbage family yeah. and uh, they're very good for you. So if someone else buys them and cooks them, I will put one on my plate and force one down. But um, I wouldn't I wouldn't ever buy them. Um, but I do like other green. I love broccoli and courgettes and things. So you have to have something green on your plate. Now, we have um, I quite like bread sauce. It reminds me of being at my mum's when I was little. I don't really understand bread sauce. But I, I kind of like it at Christmas. It's like a thick, gloopy white. Have you ever had it? It's like a white I've not sauce. Had it. Um, no, uh, gravy. It's like is my liquid bread. It has to be gravy. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, oh, you have gravy for sure, but gravy and bread sauce oh. and cranberry sauce. I'm I'm northern, and I'm quite happy to mix my sauces, um, and and I do like a lot of sauce. It's a northern thing, um, and and I love a. Um, uh, what do you call the pastry that you have with beef? Yorkshire pudding. A Yorkshire pudding, of course. Um, I like a Yorkshire pudding. You're only supposed to have it with beef, but I'll have it anyway because, you know, I, I've kind of back and forth been a vegetarian. And when you're a veggie, you just, you know, you don't care for tradition because you just take what you can get. Um, so I like, a, I like a Yorkshire pudding full of gravy as well. That's quite nice. Oh, this is making me hungry. Yes. Um, <laughs> Similar to mine, um, the breakfast, 
Um, I'm saying um a lot. I have to stop doing that. Breakfast. I, this is just any time that I could have a perfect breakfast. It would be a fry up. A fry up. Right. Really? Yeah. Um, so fry up is you're going to fry the food, which means cooking it in a pan with oil. Fried, sorry, vegetarians. Fried bacon, sausage, fried eggs, uh, fried bread. Yes. Um, do you have black pudding? No, no. That's one step too far for me. Black yeah. pudding. What is it made as? It's like pig's it's, blood. Yeah, it's congealed blood. Yeah. And a few other bits mixed in, but yeah, it's. Some people really, really. It's very salty, though. I tried it one time. Uh, yeah, not my thing. Um, and what about hash browns? Hash browns, yes, please. And there must be baked beans. Mm-hmm. There must be baked beans, which is... And toast. Well... No, fr- no fr- toast. You fr- I've got the fried bread. Oh, oh, you're going for the fried bread. Yeah. Okay. Isn't that called French toast? No, French toast is when you put, I believe, egg is in when it. you put is egg it? in it. Yeah. Right. Okay. But fried bread is just like, there's loads of oil left in the pan. It's horrid. It's horrid. It's so greasy. It's very unhealthy, yeah. But it's, it's my perfect, very unhealthy. My per- perfect Christmas day. And the, the perfect thing about this is none of it is going to go to my stomach. It's, yeah, it's, it's calorie free. Calorie free. <laughs> this is what's so perfect about yeah. it. Okay, so that's my uh, fry up. Breakfast. Fried breakfast. Or sometimes it's called a full English. Full English uh-huh. breakfast. English breakfast. And then, um, yeah, Christmas dinner is lunch really we have christmas dinner around like one or two o'clock um the big meal where we set the table uh with some nice decorations and all the right glasses that everybody needs for wine and beer and water turkey is the traditional christmas uh meat meat but but it's quite dry yeah everyone says that it's just just dry and it's true it's I think this is the reason people only have it at Christmas because the rest of the year it's like, no. Um, but a few years ago, I I cooked a goose and it was nicer, tastier. But the thing I was surprised about, because I bought it because it was massive um, and I was having a lot of a lot of people over, my, my wife's family, there's a lot of them. And I thought, okay, we'll get this goose. It's massive. It just fits in the oven, fine. But what I was surprised by was the very small amount of meat that's on it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's 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 hollow. You know, if you think about it, it's geese can fly, so they right. need to not be heavy. <laughs> so oh, I, I see. I, I hadn't I hadn't thought about that. Uh, so there wasn't really enough meat, but it's okay because it turns out the kids didn't like that meat anyway. It's a bit Fair like enough. a darker, redder meat, mm-hmm. dark red bird meat. Strange. Let's stop yeah. talking about meat. I feel like we're making all the vegetarians <laughs> go switch off. Um, and what about pudding? Do you have a pudding on your Christmas dinner? Uh, yes. Uh, um, but let me go back because there's one thing that you didn't mention that is important for me with the a main. starter? Uh, no, 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 no. I don't care about that. Oh. Uh, stuffing. Stuffing. Oh, yes. Uh, traditionally, it was... It was oh, sorry, vegetarians. Traditionally, it was stuffed inside the bird. But yeah. people don't tend to do that anymore. They have it separately... And it's made of lots of herbs, onions. I'm not sure what yeah. else is in there. I normally buy a packet mix and make it. Yeah, me too. Um, it, well, I usually get the sage and onion one. So, I, yeah, I don't know what's in there. I think I feel like there's like maybe some sort of like oat or a barley or something mm. that 
fills up with the water. I don't know. Yeah, makes sense. And um, pigs in blankets. I oh like yes, as well, which which are... is a, a sausage wrapped in bacon. Mm-hmm. But a mini sausage, you... not a, you know, a yeah. small sausage wrapped with bacon. Like um, yeah, pigs. You in can blankets. get the other ones, can't you? The um, is it like devil on horseback or something like that? It's called. Oh. Which is like a, a date wrapped in bacon or. Um, I think I'm sure you can have like a seafood one, but the the date the date wrapped in bacon is quite nice. Mm, I haven't tried that. Okay, I think that's called Devil on Horseback, perhaps. <laughs> um, it is now. But when I was when I was younger, after Christmas dinner, my mum would do the traditional Christmas pudding. Mm-hmm. Um, which exactly is what the, I was going dark, to say. Yeah, and I hated Christmas pudding, but my mum used to follow this tradition of putting coins in the pudding hiding coins in the pudding in the old days or when my mum was little certainly they used to hide little silver trinkets like little silver um yeah like a a model of uh yeah like a tiny little fairy or something yeah Yeah, or a dog like the kind of things you get to pay monopoly with these days um but yeah these little silver things and they'd hide them and so my mom used to put the, the little five pence pieces, which at the time when I was young, the five pence had just gone down to the teeny tiny ones. And we were fascinated by these little coins. Um, and so mom used to fill our puddings with these five pences and or sometimes a 20 pence piece. And so I would have the biggest portion of Christmas pudding just and I would eat it, even though I hated it, just to get you know, a couple of coins so that I could put in my piggy bank. It was so silly. Um, But yes, now I won't partake in Christmas pudding. No, you still don't like it? I still don't like it. I I forced it too much. It has like an adult taste. I also didn't like it much as a kid. Uh, My my parents put a pound in it, (laughs) but just one. So only one person got it. Oh. Um, uh, Yeah, but I really like Christmas pudding with custard custard uh which is like a a, well it's yellow but that's from the coloring uh it's like a creamy it's a vanilla vanilla yeah sauce vanilla's custard's got a vanilla do you know what the french call it no they call it a creme anglaise oh yes of course english cream because it's very english thing yeah um i i really like brandy butter okay I, yeah, mm, my dad really likes it a lot. My mum won't let him eat so much of it, but he has to oh, have well, it every Christmas. Yeah, I feel like it rots my teeth the moment I put it in my mouth. It's so sugary sweet, but um, but it, yeah, it's really nice. It's nice on a warm minced pie. Mm, uh, minced pie, sorry, when you pies. when you put a minced pie in the oven and then either a bit of ice cream or a bit of brandy butter. It's just delicious. Count yourself Very lucky, rich, Anna, because. I can't get a lot of this stuff here. Stuffing, no. no. Mince pies, no. In in Frankfurt, there is a British shop, the British shop, and they import things like that and Cadbury's chocolate yeah. and stuff like that. But it's very expensive. And normally in, oh. in the UK, I would be having like three or four mince pies every day around oh, Christmas. I'll have to send you a parcel. So much. <laughs> oh, no. Well, the problem is like if I have, if I have a few, then I, I want more. And one oh. time I went home at Christmas and I came back with a suitcase full of, uh, no, well, no that's, not, that's an exaggeration, with a few boxes of mince pies to right. share with my students back when I could teach in a classroom before Corona. And it was heartbreaking because most of my German students did not like mince pies they found. So I was throwing away these mince pies that had had one bite out of them. Yeah. And 
I'm never doing that again. I'm just going to no. eat them to myself. You have to learn how to make them. Yes, it's a complicated process because mince, let's, mm, there is two types of mince meat. There's minced meat with a D at the end, which is the kind of meat that you get in like spaghetti, bolognese, mm -hmm. meat mm -hmm. which has been minced. But mince meat is also the stuff in mince pies without the D, mince meat. And it's made of raisins. Fruit. Yeah, like dried fruits, some alcohol, mm -hmm. um, what else? lots of sugar, I imagine. Um, but you have to, if you want to make this stuff, you have to leave yeah. it to rest for months, right? Yeah, I imagine so. And you can buy so it, it in a jar. It all soaks up. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it does. Some the, 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 ferment more, I guess. The, yeah, oh, something no, like that's that. That's how you do alcohol, isn't it? I don't know. Um, some process is going on there. Um, and you can buy it in a jar, but not in Germany. So, hmm. okay, uh, let's move on. The when, the when. It's I, which I always thought. Well, it's obvious, but then I came to Germany I, and I found it's not obvious. Really? Yeah, the Germans. Their Christmas Day, their their main celebration is the twenty fourth of December. Oh, really? That's interesting. Which for us is Christmas Eve. It makes it convenient for when, because my 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 wife's sister lives here in Germany and she has they have six kids, um. So their Christmas Day is the twenty fourth, and then when they come over to our house on our Christmas Day, they get like a second Christmas Day. Right. Okay. It's so it's funny, isn't it? You you have these really set things in life, and you just assume because it's so set. Mm. You know, for us, Christmas Day is the twenty fifth of December, and so you just assume that everyone who celebrates Christmas around the world celebrates it on the twenty fifth. But then, when you teach English to a, a global audience, you start to realise there are these huge differences. Mm. Um, yeah, that's fascinating. So yeah, for us, the twenty fifth. I, when I used to do, because I was an actress for a long time and for uh, many years I did pantomimes at Christmas and uh, we'd always have a show on Christmas Eve and Boxing Day. So um, I'd often be miles and miles away from my home or where I was going to celebrate Christmas Day and I'd have to do a, we'd do a matinee on Christmas Eve or maybe even an early evening show and then there'd be this mad dash to drive late into, you know, a Christmas Eve night um, and, and to drive usually in really cold, dark weather, sometimes snowy weather to get to where I was going to spend Christmas, have one slightly relaxing day and then and then drive back to do a matinee on Boxing Day. So it was always a bit, for uh, years, my Christmas days were always a bit rushed. Um, sorry. No, there was one Christmas I got norovirus. <laughs> I got norovirus on the Christmas Eve and I didn't know I had it and it, it came about on Christmas Day. So I'd done that really long drive. I was sick as a dog all day on Christmas Day and then had to drive back really unwell and really suffering and do a show the following follow on the Christmas on the Boxing Day. So yeah, um, I'm glad I don't work all around Christmas now in the way that I used to nice to relax and spread it out yeah especially with with kids now it's uh you wouldn't want to be away that much over christmas no no um, not at all but we should explain what a pantomime is because it's a nice oh, yes. english tradition so these, yeah, these shows english. um it's, a, it's an audience participation show oh no it um, isn't <laughs> oh yes it 
it is. Oh, no, it and, isn't. <laughs> oh, yes, it is. There you go. That's one and of the there things. Are, there, there are some traditions within the show that are main features of a pantomime. And one of them is what we just did, which is someone on the stage might say, oh, no, it isn't. And the audience will shout back, oh, yes, oh, yes it, it is. is. And this goes on back and forth, back and forth. And it's very funny. <laughs> um, and, and the show is aimed at children, but there are jokes in there that, or like visual jokes that the children don't get that are for the adults. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really a, a full family thing. Um, it's all very silly. And then there's um, always the the feature of, where is he, boys and girls? Oh, he's behind, he's behind you. you. And there's all this shouting, he's behind you, he's behind you. And uh, yeah, there's it's very, very typical stories, very similar to Disney stories. In fact, you know, um, when I did Panto, I did Snow White. I played Snow White. Yeah, they're and, often based um, on these um, fairy fairy tales. Yeah, or Aladdin. Aladdin was mm-hmm. the other one I did a couple of years running. Um, Cinderella is, is another popular one. Um, yeah, so you always have those traditional stories and, um, yeah, it's all good fun. I look forward to taking my children to a pantomime because I think they'll really enjoy it when they're a bit older. Yeah, I used to enjoy pantomimes. We haven't taken our kids to any because we haven't really been in England for Mm -hmm. long enough at Christmas, but we definitely would. So I'm just wondering, have you met any celebrities doing pantomimes? Because they often in, like in some big productions, they have, uh, celebrities in there. Yeah, I mean, well, did I meet any? Probably none that you'd know. Uh, just trying to think. Of cele- I have met lots of celebrities, so but not always in pantomime. So I met Elton John. Mm. I worked with Elton John once uh, briefly. We sang together on the Royal Albert Hall. Wow. Um, yeah, it was quite a quite an amazing moment. Um, do you remember Catchphrase? Did you ever see the program Catchphrase? Yeah. Um, see what you see. Yeah, that's the guy. So I, I, he, I was, I worked on a cruise ship for a long time, and he came on as a guest speaker. Um, Rob Roy Walker. Yes, Roy Walker, I was trying was to called. think of his name, Roy Walker. How could I forget? He has the same last name as yeah. me. In fact, yeah. it's very, very close to my name. <laughs> and um, who else? Uh, Keith Lemon. Do you know Keith Lemon? Yeah, of um, uh, Lee Francis is called in mm-hmm. real life, but Keith Lemon's his persona. Um, yeah, I worked with him. Um, so there's a handful of, of celebrities that I've worked with or, or met along the way. Um, but I think when you work in the industry, you don't like, for example, when I was rehearsing for a musical, um, I was sharing the space with Little Mix before Little Mix became this big, like band, oh, global band. Were they tiny, um, tiny mix? <laughs> yeah, they were teeny tiny mix. They were practicing and we didn't know who they were. And we're like, oh, they sound good. Uh, I wonder what they're doing. I wonder if they're just like a local band because they're really good. And obviously they went on to be quite a, a, a sensation. Um, so, yeah, lots lots of little connections. Yeah, nice. Uh, I was going to talk about what celebrities I've met, but then I realised that we're getting away from Christmas. So that was the when. And that was the what? Oh, no, yes, when, sorry. Yes, when? yes, Christmas Day. Uh, so on to how... And I'm going to, because how is such a wide question, how do you do the opening the presents, not the, not the, not the Santa presents, mm-hmm. the other presents from the family? How do you do that? Because pre- I, okay. I've had experience where what my tradition was when I had Christmas with my wife's family was not the same. 
<laughs> yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Different people's way of doing it. You're like, that's not right. What are you doing? <laughs> Um, I I really enjoy the process of Christmas and the build-up and the anticipation. So when I was little, I was desperate to rip the presents open as soon as humanly possible because I'd been waiting for so long to know what was in my, my boxes. Was I going to get a trampoline? Could that trampoline fit in that tiny box? I'm going to see. I never got my trampoline. Anyway, oh. um, as an adult and you know, understanding Christmas in a different way, I enjoy the build-up, and so I kind of want to delay the present opening for as long as I can. And so for me, we do the stockings and maybe a couple of what I call auxiliary presents, so presents that have come from neighbours or extended family members. We'll open those ones up. But the main presents, I like to wait until everybody's dressed. So, you you, you know, you maybe have breakfast and then take your time um, and then go and ha have your shower, get dressed, get ready, do whatever preparations you need to do for lunch. And then maybe just before lunch, you'll do a couple of presents. And then maybe after lunch, there might be a couple more presents. So you kind of just right, spread okay. it out across the day. So it's not one main or two main events. It's just, oh, let's do some presents now. <laughs> now, now let's yeah. do some later. Okay. I think it might change as my children get older, but at the moment they either get overwhelmed if there are too many presents at once or they just don't really understand it and they get bored and start playing with the paper that's been ripped off. So um, it makes sense for us to spread it out for them as well at the moment. But I'm sure when they get really old and <laughs> really old, when they're like oh. <laughs> five and six and they're really excitable and just can't wait, I'm sure they won't let us delay the process. They'll just be in there. As I soon can as tell they you that's up. true. They won't let you even sleep very long <laughs> in the morning or so. No. Um, hmm. Yeah, for me, um, and how it was when I was growing up, was that in the morning, uh, it was it was just a free-for-all. Me and my two brothers would go downstairs with my parents and just open everything that we had and, and, and play with those toys for the rest of the day. And then in the evening, which is the bit that I like now, and I try, I try and make it the same, but I've so far in these modern Christmases that I've been having, I've not been managing to do it. Um, all the family sits around the Christmas tree and all the presents from each other are under the Christmas tree and one person puts on the Santa Santa hat Ooh, hit my mic demonstrating <laughs> how to put a Santa hat on and that is the person who uh looks at the label says this is for Uncle Jerry from Simon gives it to Uncle Jerry and then we all watch as Uncle Jerry opens the present what's he got oh that's hilarious oh what a nice present oh uh some comments about the present and then move on to the next one and it takes ages and it's yeah. really nice yeah but my um sister-in-law uh her family don't do it like that they do it more like we used to do it in the morning where everyone just dives to the christmas tree and it just a, gets them out gets them out finds ones find ones with your name on and open it and it's done in like three minutes yeah. instead of being a nice event which lasts for an hour or yeah, so. Yeah, it, it's nice if you've given a gift to see someone open that gift. Exactly. Uh, although yes. as the receiver, I have to say, I've always felt quite self-conscious when people watch me open the gift that they've bought me. Um, because if it's, if it, you know, sometimes you get gifts that you don't like. And I always feel like there's this need to really kind of go, oh, thank you very much. That's wow. really nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, you know, you think, how long do I have to have this out before I need to hide it away in the attic? Yeah. 
um yeah we've had we've had some really really um um unwanted gifts in the past few years um some very large unwanted gifts unfortunately okay that now sit in the attic um so we do try and steer extended family now if you can if you, you don't have to buy or something but if you're going to buy or something maybe something along these lines <laughs> Yeah, that's a good mm. idea. Yeah, because it's very wasteful, isn't it? All this, um, all these gifts that you're buying just to buy a gift for someone and then it sits in your attic. Absolutely, um, absolutely. I've just given actually a bag of unwanted gifts from previous years. I've held onto them long enough to feel it's okay for me to give them away now. Um, and yeah, just a bag full of gifts to a charity that are going to do a Christmas um, sale so that, you know, give it to a good cause because for us it was just... Um, things we weren't going to enjoy or use so mm-hmm. very wasteful otherwise the, the thing that's not wasteful is to gift money or or vouchers vouchers are those things that you can you know have like like coupons coupons yeah. is another word yeah where it's like it's it's like money but you can only spend it in one shop it's like limited money yeah. um yeah. but i don't feel that that's really a gift i i, no, I would never do, do that you know what i quite like it when someone um either gifts an experience with them so if someone gives me a little um like a like a voucher to say um we're going to have lunch together at some point in january um so that it's it's they're gifting me their time oh yeah um or if they've made me some homemade cookies or um a homemade loaf of bread or something like that something they put their time into you know it won't last long it's not going to be like a something that sits there gathering dust or well because it's going to get used yeah eaten enjoyed yeah (laughs) oh and a a bottle of wine is always a good choice i think okay good to know if i'm ever down your way for christmas (laughs) if i get my perfect christmas with your family (laughs) okay um the next thing is the why but i don't know how we would really do that so let's just move on (laughs) right why well okay why not why Why not? not yeah why not so the next thing is the Christmas songs lyrics game. And I'm not oh. going to play the songs um, because I don't think you can on podcasts. I know it's for educational no. purposes, but I'd rather not get flagged up on any list. Oh, yeah, it's a nightmare. So you can go and Google these songs. Um, they're all very popular for Brits because they are played in shops from like early November or earlier, maybe. And on the radio everywhere. So I found some interesting words. See if you can um, get it. I'm not going to sing. I'm just going to say it. And in the space of the word, I'm going to do this. And if it's two syllables, so if it's Santa, it will be. And if it's um, Santa Claus, it will be. So you know how many syllables. I see. I don't think you'll need that, though. Okay, here we go. You better. You'd better not shout. You'd better not cry. You'd better not. Oh, no. You better not not cry. You better not pout. Pout. You got it. Oh, I can't give you that as a. What can I give you as a. Oh, yeah, you can have this. That's not correct. That's the wrong one. (laughs) Oh, I changed the jingle. Okay, you can't have that. (laughs) Uh. So yeah, pout to pout. I think this is a, a might be a new word for a lot of people. What, mm-hmm. what is what is pouting? Pouting is to hold your lips, kind of push them forward, and hold them in 
what is <laughs> to some people, I guess, deemed an attractive, alluring fashion. So you models would pout. They just push their lips out to kind of look a bit attractive or something. Yeah. Um, but there's also the phrase a trout pout isn't there? Because mm -hmm. um, fish often have a natural pout. Their, their lips are pushed forward. And so um, if you're making fun of someone pouting, perhaps they have lots of pouty uh, pictures on Instagram, um, then you might say she's got a trout pout. <laughs> oh, I always thought that trout pout was um, for people who've had plastic surgery on their lips and they're, they're big. They're like unnaturally natural, big. Natural pout. Unnatural pout, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. Okay, but but pouts here in this context, it's like um, making a sad face with your with your lips, like mm. yeah. like this. This is yeah. the sound that goes with a pout. <laughs> that kind of pout, not a sexy pout. No. Okay. Good. Here's the next one, which um, if you speak it, it sounds very sinister. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows when you've been bad or good, so be good. For goodness sake. For goodness sake. Yeah, both of these uh, last two were from the song, uh, how was it? Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Um, he knows when you've been bad or good, so be good for goodness sake. This is a very common phrase, right? Oh, for mm -hmm. goodness sake. Yeah. What is it? Like an exclamation? Uh, so it's um if you're exasperated so if you're exhausted with something or frustrated with something you might say oh for goodness sake or you, it, in this case in this song it's used almost as a way of pleading or begging mm -hmm. saying like please be good be good for goodness sake be good um yeah so it's definitely a a, a plead mm -hmm. isn't it yeah and it's it's the more polite version of, of this phrase because there are other things that can go in the middle instead of goodness um, for for God's sake is common mm -hmm. but blasphemous mm -hmm. and um, a swear word yeah, as well a swear you could word. use a swear I was word thinking, shall I do it but it doesn't seem like Christmas podcast it's not it's not the, the time for <laughs> F words so you could put <laughs> no. an F word in there put the F bomb in or the other one uh, is um, for for Pete's sake yeah for I, Pete's sake I don't know like Pete is a name a person I don't know I, I, isn't it, you. Isn't it Pete like the soil rather than Pete the name? Oh, it could Is be. It? it could be. I, let me have a quick look um, okay. for, because I th always, yeah, I think it is. Um, oh, there's a there's a company called For Pete's Sake. Maybe that's what I'm seeing. Oh, do they sell Pete? Uh, there's actually a, it's a brand that sells Pete. Okay. <laughs> So, yeah, that's what um, I would call my Pete's company as well. If I had one, it's a good, it's a good, uh, um, what's the word like pun, isn't it? Play good on pun. words. Um, for Pete's sake saying, oh no, I am incorrect. It is Pete, the name P E T E. Um, perhaps I've just seen that brand for Pete's sake. Yeah, that would be it. They've, Maybe that's why I was thinking it was Pete. Um, yes, it's an expression of surprise, emphasis, or um, e e outrage, so forth. Yeah, it's just an expression. Oh, like that kind mm -hmm. of. And if ever somebody is writing in a in a chat or in a WhatsApp, FFS, then that is for F word's sake. 
FFS. Yeah. I do always forget that when I see it. I'm like, what, what's that one again? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um... Ho, ho, ho. Here is Rob from the future interrupting this podcast to tell you what the songs were that I took the lyrics from because I didn't tell you every time. So that one was Santa Claus is Coming to Town, uh, which has been sung by many people. The most famous version probably is the Jackson Fives. Here's the next one. The weather outside is... Frightful. Frightful. Wow. I'm not even... Just just from the, the saying the words, she's getting all of these. The weather outside is frightful, meaning not very nice. Dreadful. Awful. Dreadful, yeah. Awful. It gives you a fright. <laughs> but not, not a word that I would use. How's the weather? Oh, it's frightful. But I would it's use It's very it, old-fashioned. It's quite old-fashioned. And it's more commonly used as an, as an adverb, like frightfully. Oh, he was frightfully nice. But again, very old fashioned. Old fashioned. But if you know, um, I don't know, maybe high class. Or very upper class, upper yeah. Class, yeah, high class. Okay. And that line is from Let It Snow by Frank Sinatra. Uh, the, the next one. Okay. <laughs> Not a word, this one. Deck the halls with bows of holly. La 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 la. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> but uh, bows, bows of holly, strange spelling. B, uh, is it bows or is it bows? It, no, it's bows. Bows, I'm bows. pronouncing it wrong. Yeah. A bow, is it B O U G H? Yeah, it is. Yeah, a bow is a, um, like a, like if you had a string and you let the string dip and that you're holding up two sides and you allow it to dip, it's that kind of shape, a bow. Mm. Um, or maybe it's a full circle, but it's definitely bows oh, right. of holly. I think oh, that... so that's when you get the holly, and holly is the the traditional Christmas leaf. <laughs> it's kind yeah. of spiky and very green and waxy. So okay, so you put them in a in a in a bow, and it's like a circle. No, so I, I'm sure that a bow is is like a a semicircle, oh, okay. and and so when you deck the halls with boughs of holly, you're doing these semicircle patterns with holly all around the, the you know the the high parts of the wall, mm. where the wall meets the roof. You have these boughs of holly and decoration, um, because actually a circle is we call it a wreath, don't you? They'd say deck the halls with the halls with wreaths of holly and <laughs> if it was circles yeah yeah yes you're right circles is a is a wreath yeah and most people many people have those on the front door or a christmas wreath yeah. um mm -hmm. but i just wanted to have this one as an example because so many of these old christmas songs have old words that we don't use anymore like deck the halls they're talking about mm -hmm. if this was a modern song it would be decorate your rooms but deck Ah, oh, deck, decorate. I never made yeah. that connection. Okay. Huh. Deck. But it's D-E-C-K. Yeah. Deck the, um, the halls, meaning... Because you, know, you can deck things. out, you can deck out a boat or you can deck out a, a new pad. I think... I, yes. I have... Oh, you it know It has what? to be... No, uh, this one. Uh, we've just found our phrasal verb of the week. Phrasal verb of the phrasal verb of the week is to deck out which yeah. means to to decorate to change the appearance of a room yeah, yeah. I, i've seen it i've looked it up here to 
to deck um to or to deck out deck is uh, to decorate or adorn brightly and festively oh okay so if you if you deck if you deck the the halls or you deck out your house it's um to decorate it in a in a bright and cheerful way yeah as as you should at christmas okay uh we've got a few more of these and then we'll uh wrap up Christmas pun. Another phrase of that. Uh, <laughs> oh, phrase, no, yeah, Christmas weird. pun. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, you wrap presents. Deck the Halls is a traditional Christmas song and it dates back to the 16th century. Deck the Halls. Um, uh, yes. Okay, uh, let's see. Mm, shall I do this one? I don't know if you'll get this one. There's a world outside your window, and it's a world of and fear. Oh my goodness! Uh, outside your window, mm-hmm. and a world of hate and fear. Oh, close! It's dread. dread, dread and fear, dread. So dread is, is a word that I've um, that came up in a text recently with some students and we, we looked at it. Um, so if you dread something, you really don't want it to happen. Like yeah, my, you're my, not looking forward to it. Right. My, my kids dread going to the dentists, for example. Um, so there's a lot of dread. And we should say that this is from uh, the Christmas song in the 80s, which was part of Band Aid where some yeah. lots of pop stars had uh, Christmas songs and a concert to help um, poor people. Was it just Africa or all around the world? I think I think it was mainly Africa. Yeah. Africa. I think it was specifically um, because they were. It was about the famine there or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, called yes. "Do They Know?" Do they know it's Christmas time at all? Mm-hmm. The title of the song. And yeah, now I remember there's a lyric in there that says. There won't be snow in Africa this Christmas, mm-hmm. which is not true because there's always snow on Mount Kilimanjaro. Uh-huh. Anyway, okay, here is another one. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yule tide. I've got one or two words in my head. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yule tide. Gay. That's it. Bright. Gay. Bright. One of those. <laughs> gay. It's gay. Maybe maybe gay. it's bright in a different verse. But I wanted to highlight this word because, you know, I said about old traditional words. This is a word which which the meaning has changed. So gay mm-hmm. before used to mean happy, happy. having a great time, having fun. Mm-hmm. And now uh, it means homosexual. It's a sex, yeah, sexual orientation. Sexual orientation, yeah. Those lyrics were from... Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas by Frank Sinatra. Okay, and here's the last one, but it's got two, and they rhyme. Oh? I saw Mummy kissing Santa Claus underneath the mistletoe last night. She didn't see me down the stairs to have a... Oh, gosh. She didn't see me down the stairs to have a creep down the stairs yes um to have a 
mouthful of mince pie. <laughs> no, it, it rhymes. It rhymes. Oh, creep. Rhymes um, creep. Peak. Peak. Peep. Peep. Good. Peep. Okay. So she didn't see me creep down the stairs. If you creep, it means you walk, uh, but you're trying to be quiet. Uh, yeah. Tiptoeing. You're walking on your tiptoes yeah. to creep. And uh, to have a peep, a short look. Yeah. A little, a little look, look at something. And those lyrics are from I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Again, recorded by many people, the most famous, the Jackson Five. Well, I'm just going to have a peep at my notes here. And I see that it's the end of the podcast. So thanks Aww. a lot, Anna. No, thank you so much for having me. And I'm definitely in the in the festive spirit now. We've done all that talking. I think I'm going to go and make some Christmas cards and oh, you've wrap got some a, more presents. Um, do you have some advent calendars ready? It's uh, just a few days until we start with the advent calendars, with those things where you open a little door for each day up yeah, to Christmas, do you know what? each day of December. You've just filled me with dread. Oh, because... Because, <laughs> because I realise we have this little train advent calendar with lots of little drawers in. And I remember now that I should have prepared some little things to go in there because I don't really like to give my kids too much chocolate um, especially because they're young and they're growing their teeth and things and they don't brush their teeth as well as they should so I, I prefer to give them little you know little not sweets <laughs> little yeah. things um so I need to figure that out when I was so, a kid sorry to interrupt no go, go when on. I was a kid um the advent calendars were just pictures and really? you would open a little door and behind is just a picture of like a star or uh, something Christmassy, like a stocking or, or well, let's go through this vocabulary or a cracker or a bauble or a reindeer. Um, yeah. And I would be I... genuinely excited. See, I wonder what's behind the door today. And I didn't <laughs> realise that other kids out there were getting chocolate advent calendars <laughs> with chocolate in every morning. No, I think, you know, I think I remember actually having some calendars in the early days that were like that as well. But um I we always try and minimize how much waste we make in this house so I always try and recycle where I can so like for example I got something from Amazon recently and it came in a huge box with lots of paper wrapping the brown paper stuffing and so I've unwrapped all that brown paper and I'll use that to wrap my presents with mm. rather than putting it straight out and um, I don't like to buy the advent calendars from the shop with the chocolate in because they have this big plastic tray right yeah and it's just so wasteful uh so um yeah i like to do the reusable you know the the drawers and things but then it's that pressure to try and think of what to stick in it yeah well we should share some tips because i uh I'm, we're going to do that this this year uh i haven't bought them yet but my local post office has some of those um it's not a train but it's i hit my mic again <laughs> demonstrating the advent calendar this is this is a long goodbye um so it's like a, it it's a thing you hang it on the wall yeah, and it's got little pockets. So yeah. um, there won't be and all the stuff that they get in advent calendars. You either get them a Lego advent calendar or something where yeah. they're actually going to play with it, but it costs a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, getting a little Lego kit and separating out the pieces of Lego and they make more of their model each ah, day yeah, that's a good idea. is a good idea for older children. I can't do it for mine because they're too young and they'd swallow the little pieces. Um but what I did last year when my son was two is I just, he has a multivitamin that's like a little jelly sweet. Uh -huh. um, and because he has to have it because it's his like probiotic and multivit, I just used to put those in his drawer and he'd be like, <laughs> thinking he's getting a sweetie, but it was just a vitamin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good tip. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I hope your Christmas 
is as wonderful as uh, the perfect Christmas you described. Thank you. And, and I hope yours is merry and bright. <laughs> I wish you lots of season's greetings. Fa la 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 la. <laughs> Okay, thanks, Anna. Um, everybody, um, I'm sure that you know of Anna already, but in case you don't, English Like a Native uh, on YouTube. Mm -hmm. uh, you can come and check TikTok. out our website, EnglishLikeAnative.co.uk. We have lots of courses and um, um, lots of, of blogs and, and free PDFs and stuff as well to help you with your English. Fantastic. Okay, well, I'm going to hit the jingle and say bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. English with